Yo, 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 what it do? It's your boy K Trill. <gasps> and it's your boy Free My Radio. And this is Trill Time, the podcast. <laughs> Our co host gave me the idea how to do my intro. So you said that, she went, <gasps> She is such a ham. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is hilarious. Because she's right behind the camera. So me looking into the camera, I, I, it was like, done deals like hey influencing your intro <laughs> who is good though? man cool and cool man and uh how's your week been hectic <laughs> been at the nba a lot outside of that it's been a good week you know um i i have a business i partially own with uh some of my friends and whatnot and it's starting to get into the place that it really needs to be. So I'm really happy about that because he's been sacrificing for like two, three years. Um, on top of that, you know, I had an interview with uh, the homie Eddie Kane. Shout out Eddie Kane, most definitely. Um, y'all can go check that out on YouTube. Just type in the Caddy TV, N-E-K-E-D-I-E. If you don't know how to spell TV, go back to school. Um, jumps about 51 minutes. Pretty dope. Dropped a lot of jewels, gems, according to Mr. Kane. <laughs> mm-hmm. But no, nah, it was good. I hadn't hooked up with the homie in a minute. So shout out Eddie Kane. Go check that out. All things Free Mind Radio, man. Um, outside of that, my man Added Decimal got a birthday today. So shout out to the homie Added Decimal. Yeah. Happy birthday, man. Enjoy your day. And then my homie Aso Cartel had a birthday yesterday. What so up? yeah, shout out to the homie Aso Cartel. Uh Y'all live it up, man. But yeah, that's pretty much been me. You know, what's been going on with you? Uh man, cool and man. Uh got a chance to get out a little bit. Uh I was thankful to get a, a new sitter and stuff now that we like. So, you know what I'm saying? I get out a little mo. You know, <laughs> shaking bega. Uh so just looking forward to that, doing some more of that. And uh, Ooh, uh doing No, no I wait till after <laughs> What's up? So you said shaking bega. You know, my random ass was like, yeah, <laughs> fist and twist. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Uh, and I don't know where it's going from. on, but uh, uh, it's just been cool and though, you know what I'm saying? Making, uh, <laughs> making the most out of my time. Uh, definitely trying to like just work on like art shit too, uh, which I'm, I don't know, I feel real artistic and stuff lately. So. Uh, but yeah, man, let's get this joint popping. Uh, first things first. Uh, <laughs> uh, Hurricane Dorian, man, is uh, definitely affecting uh, everybody down there in the Bahamas. Just want to definitely, you know, give our uh, our shout outs to everybody down there in the Bahamas right now. You know what I'm saying? And um... <laughs> you're off today, huh? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> my left hand, my left hand. Yeah, but definitely, you know, can more. I want to say. Well, yeah, definitely condolences because there's a body count. Um, I don't know what it was. Uh, I think last time I seen it, it's about 20 people that passed away. Yeah. Um, but I'm pretty sure they're already still looking for people that are missing and things of that nature because, you know, when you have uh, emergency events like that, you have people that are like, all right, been gone. Then you have other people where it's like they've been there their whole life. It doesn't matter what's happening. They're not leaving, you know. so. Hopefully everyone got out the way. Some people may not have been able to afford to get out the way too, you know. So yeah. um I seen people like Rihanna said she was gonna make sure that she helped out and hopefully some other people help out because looking at it, that water is so high, it remind me of Katrina. Yeah. Really like, you know, living on your rooftop type thing, you know. So uh yeah, just 
prayers up, you know, because it's a lot of things going on now. Um, but that's definitely one of them now. So prayers up for that too. Yeah, definitely. Um, I seen footage of uh, what was supposed to be an airport. Uh, just water. All you can see is just water. It's you a pool. Like you saw a little tiny little shit poking out. Uh, whole time you see that video, of the dude that was inside his house, like mm. giving the measurements of the water. Like, <laughs> yeah, people on the second floor, third floor of buildings and stuff, and the water is still mm-hmm. up there. So, mm-hmm. Like it's it was nuts, mm-hmm. very nuts. Uh, yeah, and yeah, it was very reminiscent of Katrina. I was like. Sheesh. Uh, I just hope everybody's, you know what I'm saying, doing okay. I know they're, uh, uh, a lot of their, uh, I've seen a video that said a lot of their control towers and stuff like that are being, uh, updated and stuff. So, yeah, man. Uh, just whatever y'all could do to support. Uh, I wish we had some kind of number for y'all or something, whatever, you well, know, where we, you could. Actually, we might want to start doing that. Little events we see that going on, create something that we can guarantee so people can actually see and know that the money they put towards are actually going to go somewhere right. we could probably start our own funds for some stuff to help out you know uh definitely yeah i'm down with that so yeah mm. we'll uh hopefully be we'll able keep to keep y'all updated yeah. yeah next podcast you know we'll have some more information for y'all i don't know why i've never thought about that before we've talked about other stuff that's happened on here before because but a lot of times like i don't know i I'd be skeptical on where just to send money after stuff like that happened because we just got to do our research. Right. Or you don't really our dedicated know. viewers too. You know, right. if you guys know of any good places where people can donate to causes that will actually take the money and spend it on what they get it for, you know, cause you got a lot of nonprofits that will like spend like a quarter of it, keep three quarters of it and do stuff with it. Keep you know? all of it shit. <laughs> that too. You know, I was trying to be generous with the words, shit, but you know, or even if we got some viewers that have their own organizations that they can show us for a fact that they put that money towards helping people and sending things, which I know I see and know a few people that do um, definitely hit us up. Let us know. We'll be more than welcome to spread word and try to get some things going. Cause yeah. yeah, this does remind me of Katrina and I know I already know they're probably going to need like water for sure. Generators. Like clean water. Yeah. Energy and, and like just hygienics. Definitely. You know? Um, so yeah. Just- like when, um, I can't remember the name of what the incident was. Uh, but whenever that, natural disaster happened in houston mm-hmm. um i sent my i sent a few dollars to trade the truth or whatever yes because he's running around doing everything for everybody helping building houses yeah like i i knew that i could count like i knew where my money was going like i was like oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. i know it's going to be able to help and do all that good stuff so uh mm-hmm. um yeah i just want to make sure that we have the you know good information for our viewers before you know we just started handing out information like that um also we finally get to do a mm. sticks and stones review with yes. free my radio yes. oh yeah finally <gasps> <laughs> but um yeah greatest stand-up possibly not even possibly it is the greatest stand-up now and it, it, it reminds me of richard pryor it reminds me of eddie murphy this is the even though we've had a lot of great stand-ups, you know, in the past, like I say, 10 years, mm. this is this generation's, uh, you know, stand-up that 
really pushes for like uh, I'm trying to remember the name of Eddie Murphy's John that delirious, he did. Raw. Yes, this is his delirious. You know, this is this is that stand up where everyone's going to talk about it. It's going to challenge uh, public society for real, for real, because. You got a lot of certain people that don't like it, that hate it. You got a lot of certain people that do like it and love it. And that's not to say that the people that don't like it are the people that he's talking about. And that's not to say that the people that do like it are the people that he isn't talking about because he pretty much talks about almost everybody. Right. He even... All right, so spoiler alert, if you ain't seen it, still watch us. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You was the last nigga to see it. I know. And I know. No, I'm not. I actually... Put two other people on when I watched it. Sure. Ooh, and I know a couple people who still hadn't seen it because I told them where to go see it. What? Ooh. (laughs) But nah, real live, yo. Um, so I really do see how people can be upset because I mean, he real live said, "Man, think about it. You know, go to school the next day. Be like, hey, Jimmy, how's your day? I remember when he forgot. Be like, man, let me tell you." Michael Jackson, and I'm like, the whole time I'm watching it, the way he did it, you can kind of tell like where he was going with stuff, right? So you could kind of pick up on like he ain't about, oh. yeah, it's <laughs> and like, it's just jaw drop. My jaw dropped probably like a good seven times, eight times watching that. It's show. like, is he really gonna go there? Yep, he's yep, yeah, mm-hmm. he didn't care. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the L's, the B's, the G's, and the T's, and then the random hitchhikers like, man, I don't know what I want to do. I just know that I want to be in this car. <laughs> <laughs> like, Fuck yeah. everybody in this car, man. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was a lot of memorable. I actually dis- I, I actually disagree with you on one thing. I, I, I think everything you said was true except for this one thing. I don't think this was his greatest stand-up. I think that this was the cherry on top stand up like it was just like the perfect culmination of what we need at the moment mm-hmm. like he already had the ice cream he like that ice cream was like the you know coming back to netflix getting that 50 mil the cone was Chappelle's show you know what i'm saying and that cherry on top just to just to it's right. like flicking somebody in the face. If you include the Chappelle show, yeah, nothing really tops the Chappelle show. Yeah. But I'm thinking just actual stand-up specials, mainly because I think this is his most genius stand-up special because he used it for more than just comedy. Right. There's like a lot more you could take away from it, especially since, I don't know if you heard, there's the one joke that he actually like kind of stole from somebody and put his own twist on it. It is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's the one about the L's, the B's, the G's, and T's and stuff. Mm. But I feel like it, it, it's uh, it's genius because they're attacking him for that joke specifically, definitely right now. Right. But he took it from a white guy that no one ever gave him hassle about. So even when you go further into it, and, and sorry if I'm mistaken, it might be one of the other jokes. But either way, he made a a, a, a gay joke, one of them gay jokes he took from another white comedian that did it on the laugh factory, you know, um, it's easy to find too. So that being said, them being mad at him and then not being mad at the white dude, to me, if he did that on purpose mm. is genius because from what I understand, he didn't copy it exactly. He took it and put his own twist on it, but even still it made rounds at some point. They were like, Hey, they all mad at this, but Chappelle stole a joke. He got it from him, you know? So it's like, like I said, you can't be mad at one guy and, and, and not be mad at the other. So that kind of 
puts a, a, a nail in any argument that like that the uh the LBGTY and I'm sorry, I don't ever know it. <laughs> um, you know, it's kind of genius in my mind. Like a lot of them jokes were genius beyond just like things being hilarious, like him talking about R. Kelly and yeah. how he's like, uh nah, he did that. Like that whole thing is just genius, Sean. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I remember putting up a little post that said, um, imagine uh like talking shit about a special called sticks and stones or whatever. So yeah, I seen that too. And even that, the fact that he called it sticks and stones, you know, like like he knew where where this was going. He's he like, planned I'm, this whole shit out. He's like, I'm gonna poke you in the ribs mm-hmm. like right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he ain't deterred from nobody. And he says some of the most uncomfortable things you will hear in your lifetime. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, we had Bad Boys, yes. the new uh, Bad Boys trailer that uh, recently dropped. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bad Boys for Life. Yes. The last installment of that uh, franchise. Which uh, I feel like they should call it Bad Boys 3 Life, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was funny. Um, right. Um yeah, I, I I fuck with it. It gave me Bad Boys Two mm-hmm. vibe, like it it was very nostalgic in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, Only thing, I don't think they're gonna be able to beat the E pill scene. Uh nah. <laughs> nah. It's like my favorite scene, a uh, consecutive you know scenes in, in Bad Boys One or Two, because that's my favorite. Bad got boys. nice feng shui. Feng, what do we say? Feng shui? You feng shui? Feng shui. <laughs> my man went. I, I, <laughs> with the nipples. I, I think my favorite scene from Bad Boys. I, I'm I'm on the fence between the freeze mother bitches or the mm. um or Bad Boys 2 uh when they were doing when they were all in the house and the devil is not welcome here. Like, now that like, scene is cool because that joint like yeah I like you didn't have niggas no through walls and all that stuff. Plus they kept spinning around the room, which kept giving you the different angles of everybody, kind of at like random times. But you know, obviously it's planned because it's a movie, right? But nah, for like production purposes and, and production teams and, and directing, I, I, that, that was a really great scene. That was uh, wasn't that Michael Bay? Is that Michael Bay? Like, yeah, actually, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he does. Yeah. He that's his shit. Like mm-hmm. he does that. Transformers make you want to make you understand the environment. You know, everything, and everything that's going explodes. Around. Yeah, yeah, everything that, has to explode. Yeah, if it don't it, explode, it it's ain't not Michael Bay. Nope. <laughs> like you can go on YouTube. There's whole videos about how he literally puts the same. He literally has the same flow to every movie. Mm-hmm. You know, for the most part, and it always has like some hot women in it. Cause he's he's an extreme like white dude, you know. But uh, it's like some hot women, explosions, cars. Like they're like that's all he cares about. And if you look back at the movies, if there's more than like two or three, like mm-hmm. sequel wise, yeah, it shows. Cause yeah. after a while, it's just like, where's the story? Is there a story? Oh look, explosion. But the story, though, ooh, other explosions. By the time the movie's over, you just realize you watch like thirty explosions and completely forgot about the story. Yeah, Transformers, <coughs> like shit. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely, I'm looking forward to uh, Bad Boys for Life, though. That joint look cool. I just, I wish the best for. Uh, I was about to say Eddie Murphy, but um, <sighs> wow, Martin Lawrence. Oh, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> what <you> <laughs> my man is it, it. 
we're getting older, so we're seeing everyone else getting older. Right. And this movie is really showing some age for uh, Martin Lawrence. Yeah. My bad. Platinum Kush. So, <laughs> yeah, like, my man's kind of puffing up a little bit. Uh, yeah. I, I seen a... Um, like, he was sweating in some scenes. And the makeup <laughs> wasn't hiding it. Like I seen a tweet that said, uh, Martin turned into Big Mama. I was like, golly, oh. uh, give that man a break. We're all going to get old and either fat and big or fat and wrinkly. Like, it's either going to be one or the other. So, it's sometimes fat, big, and wrinkly. So, I don't know. I was figuring around, like, maybe 70, I could become a gym rat and just build a serious addiction for lifting weights. So that way, as I get older, I don't get all wrinkly. Yeah, you know, they just gonna get wrinkly with muscles. <laughs> you ever seen them old sweat strong? Yeah, but just gym? in my face. You know, <laughs> it won't be anywhere else. Um, she can just put a bag on my head. <laughs> also, we have a uh, incident at a Popeyes uh, where uh, a, a Popeyes restaurant was robbed at gunpoint um, after a. And I actually. Uh, before we get into that, let's take a quick uh, break. We're going to play some music real fast. <laughs> uh, get into this uh, jam. And uh, we're going to be right back with your time the podcast. With the mercy. <laughs> Chilling with the forest.
And we back with you, Trail Time, the podcast. Yep, we are. What's up? <laughs> uh, but yeah, getting back to our uh, our topic about uh, a Popeyes being yes, robbed. because I did not know about this. Yeah, so uh, a Popeyes was robbed after a man uh, uh, was told that they didn't have any more chicken sandwiches. Go figure. So... Damn, people! It, this this fucking chickens. I still didn't eat that shit. <laughs> I, I'm not I, look. I'm not about to start following a whole bunch of super trends and shit. I learned from that little photo face app shit. I was, you know what? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, nah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing no. That. I didn't do that either. Yeah, they I'm not doing no more trends. Took no. everybody likeness and sold it all. You know, but um. I do know there's actually there was an angry mob that marched the uh, Popeyes within the past couple of days too. I forget where, but like this is boondocks really. Because remember when they stopped selling the Luther, people started going crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's one of my favorite episodes, and mm-hmm. just to see that shit come to life and shit, it's mm-hmm. just like damn, boondocks is our Simpsons like shit. Yeah, uh, the, the the chick that was a model, she had ran up on him. It's like, please, can I have one? Can you give me one more girl, please? I need it. All. <laughs> Is I, I I don't know what people gonna learn. You know? Like we got everything around us to show us how to come up, and we be using it for other people that we don't get to benefit from. And it's not that everything is life is meant for us to like benefit to where you got to pay us for everything. But right. you know, if you're capable of something for someone else, you're capable of it for yourself too. So it's just wild. Like you're also mad. Like this is someone's perfect opportunity to create another chicken sandwich. And go ham with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, somebody homemade could do that shit right now. Make it close to what Popeye's be doing, but make it better, you know? Because, um... Just like you heard the uh, DC vendor that's, uh... His sales have doubled, uh... Probably even tripled by now. There's a tweet that's been going around, and it went viral. Uh, a lot of people in the DC area know that, uh, uh... There's a dude that sells chicken sandwiches, um... I wish I had his info. Damn, I'm sorry, guys. Mm. I wish I had his info. But, yeah, mm. he's, it's easy to find. Uh, but he's located in the D.C. area. I believe he's a uh, Ethiopian man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he does like a mean chicken sandwich. And, you know, it's like the the thing to have right now. So, huh. so just Everybody's shout out to... addicted to chicken sandwiches now. <laughs> Everybody likes chicken. I don't know why this oh, yeah. big old stereotype that black people... It's just black people like chicken. Everybody like chicken. Oh, yeah. Love chicken. Um, All them white people in them Popeyes and shit. Just like we was. Mm-hmm. Now, random question. Dark meat or light meat? Uh, like... Has it always been like that? No. Me too. <laughs> I saw I'm liking dark meat. I wouldn't yeah, even eat no white meat, yeah. And yeah. as I've gotten older, dark meat has a weird taste to it to me now for whatever Especially reason. Especially when they don't do it right. Right. But white meat or light meat, whatever. Um, if you don't do that right, then it's terrible too. Cause yeah. it's like extra dry, like no. And that might yeah. be what it is too, is that like people have started figuring out how to cook white meat and not cook it like completely dry right because that's how i remember it growing up is dry <laughs> definitely stupidly um also just a quick uh condolences as well uh everybody affected by the uh shooting in odessa texas mm-hmm. uh I'm not gonna say the gentleman's name because you know what i'm saying it ain't about you you know what i'm saying it's about the victims and uh, uh we just pray for everybody that was affected by that uh also um uh, I had a friend. I actually had a friend that lives in Odessa, and she was like, you know, she had to do the whole Mark safe doing Odessa shooting thing. And she was like, yeah, you know, it was 
crazy down here and stuff. I mean, so. it's good that she did because from my understanding, a homie took a mail truck and was riding around and shooting people. And so it's not like he was in a con, you know, a, a controlled area. Not right. that that would have been any better, but you right. know, when the shooters in one place, they in one place. You telling me now, uh, someone with a gun got wheels and he's just driving around shooting people. That reminds me of the DC sniper. Yeah, and you remember like when nobody's safe, you know. And, and granted, try zigzag down the street. Yeah, thing. granted, you know, <laughs> one person is too many people when you're talking about a shooting and people dying, mm. but. It was terrifying, to be honest, because, like, yeah, us as, like, kids, we kind of had fun with it because it was like, y'all dumbasses got us running in these zigzags and <laughs> putting stupid sheets of paper over windows and stuff. But real live, like, I can imagine my age now, if someone said that shit was out there, I probably wouldn't even just go outside for a few days until they figure out what's what because I'd be everywhere. Yeah. And the way that he was doing that, it was once you went over the crosshair, you know, he, he boom, you know, so that's random. So I can imagine how fearful Odessa was when, you know, all that happened. I, I couldn't imagine. Yeah. So yeah. it was, uh, yeah, that just to be like you were saying, just to be have a have a mobile shooter is like not the BGs mm-hmm. or the B's knees, or I should say, um, it's, that I, I don't know. I just I really can't uh, begin to f- you know think about you know how to feel about that uh, just because it's like like I'm, get, I'm I feel like I'm getting numb to this shit dog. Like it's, it's all the time, all the fucking time, all the time we hear about this dumb shit, and it's like. Uh, but the one good thing that did come out of that uh, uh, because of the uh, El Paso shooting though, um, Walmart has decided to not sell oh, any more. Yep. Uh, handguns or ammunition, which is good. It's like, oh, it only took 30 people getting killed at our Walmart just to, you know, oh, maybe we should stop selling guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, I don't think the answer is taking everyone's guns, mm-hmm. you know, because you can look at London and UK and stuff and see they have a terrible stabbing problem. People be getting stabbed and sliced up over there, you know. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like something has to be done. You know, because all they really consider is, like, people's background, what they've done already. Mm. Obviously, some of these people are getting them from their parents. Some of these people, they're buying them straight up and they're going to go do their thing. Because when you think about the way that that system is set up, you still got one good try before they tell you you can't buy no guns no more. Yeah. So this could be someone that just completely flips one day. And goes and just buy some more guns, knowing what they about to go do, and can legally do so. I'm pretty sure you still got people that have like modified guns from back when before they outlawed certain shit, like a uh, short stock and shit like oh, yeah. that. You know, so those are still legal. You got ghost guns, which are guns that ain't got no VIN number on it, or uh, you know, no serial number on it. VIN number, it's cars. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> serial number on it, but it's because you bought it and put it together like a, a model toy car or whatever. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Like, and they say it's like a high percentage of people like the, these uh, shootings. It, there are perfectly purchased legal guns that mm-hmm. it just was not in the right hands, and so, then ensued. So, yep. So, I mean, I would hate for me to have to go through way more stuff to get guns, but if it means that it's going to be a lot safer world and, and they can keep a better eye on like 
where these guns go to and who got them and, and what they're doing with them, I find that a lot better. You know, if they lower it down to where it's just like, all right, you realize I've got to be like a security guard uh, for sport, for real. Like, there's no reason why you should be out with a gun unless you got paperwork for anybody, you know? Like, I, I man, they need to do something because well, it's getting pretty bad. And then I also saw, and I don't know if this is true or not, but um, it was something like San Francisco declared the NRA a domestic terrorist organization. I don't, don't, don't quote me on that. I, it might have even been some one of the clickbait shit because I didn't look into it. Oh yeah, yeah, I didn't look into it. I just, it just passed across my joint. I was yeah, like, eh, it's it one could of, be some satire, joint. Yeah, or you know how they like to word shit around and shit to make it mm-hmm. seem like something else. But I don't know. That's just something that it just, it literally just ran across my timeline. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't look into it. It's no research. Don't go. Don't quote me. Don't. <laughs> I want nobody call. You don't know, sue us. We'll yeah, kick you in the face. I don't know. What don't ask fuck? how we know where you're at. Huh. Just look for a boot. Huh. <laughs> um. Also, uh, the Ring Doorbell Company is um, you know, they make the doorbells with the cameras and everything mm-hmm. on there. Uh, is partnering up with uh several hundred local police de- uh departments, um, in order to, uh, you know monitor neighborhoods and things like that yeah that's not cool Uh, a lot of people (laughs) yeah a lot of people are saying you know hey this is like some brother eye shit yeah because like we could do that ourselves right like let us look at our cameras and send it to you don't be sitting in our shit just watching because that is big brother you know like uh is it the bane batman movie brother eye or whatever they call big brother eye you know know that john uh I think it is the Bane Batman movie where they had to connect all the cell phones together mm-hmm. to create the image of everything to where they could see yeah. everyone and what's going on and they could hear everybody. Like, that's creepy, huh? Because, like, all right, so I can understand for the purpose of packages get stolen, you know, so, okay. But we can see that already. You know, things might happen out on the street. Okay. But we can see that already. Because, right. you know, uh, even in my house, you know, we got our little security system set up. We go and see that joint on our own. You know, don't need police watching it. There's a whole alert button for if something happens, we can hit the alert button and it calls the police mm-hmm. if we want to do that. You know, the majors pick up based on movement, you know. So there's no real reason why a police officer has to be watching any cameras at anybody's personal property. Right. And yeah, no, yeah, they're. Uh, a lot of people are saying, you know, we didn't sign up for this. You know mm. what I'm saying? This is not, you know, what we originally intended for this. Yeah, we uh, can see delivery men pee on our doorstep on <laughs> our own. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I personally don't think it should be connected to the police department. Like, don't, because there's so much I want to say about that shit, but you know what I'm saying? I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, I, I don't think that this should be connected to any police departments. This is not a don't don't have this thing trying to do your job for you. You're, you're basically taking your job away doing, you know, what I'm saying doing this type of thing, because if you can already, you know, if you're already tapped in and stuff like that, it ain't going to be a lot of need for a lot of y'all because, you know, right. Like so, but anyways, that's that's a deeper. Rabbit <laughs> hole. I don't like I said, I didn't I really didn't want to get into it. Um, let's get into some good uh hip hop news and shit. You know what I'm saying? Some 
Mm-hmm. Uh, some some black and Thai love. <laughs> black and Thai love. Uh, we got Asian. Uh, we got uh, Young Jeezy, of course, uh, uh, the prominent rapper. If mm-hmm. you you should know who Young Jeezy is, uh, hooking up now with um, the the real. Yes, the, the real. real. Making sure I was about to say the, the one view. with uh, one of the Maris on it, and um, yeah, Tia, I believe Tia, one of them. Yeah, Tia. <laughs> um, and is it Lonnie Love on there? No, I always get them two mixed up. Or um, right, so Sherry Shepard. Watched it what? in a minute, but um, Lonnie, I think it's, it's one of them Sherry Shepard. Okay, yeah, it's one of them more. No, I'm about to say, black women. <laughs> I ain't want to do it. <laughs> I, trust me, I'm pretty good at talking my way around that now. <laughs> I ain't want to do it. But, um, and there's uh, one other person. I, like, I used to work at uh, this little restaurant uh, doing deliveries and stuff, and they used to have it on all the time. And mm. I used to actually know every single person on that jump, but I don't know more. <laughs> but it is a pretty decent show. It ain't like the view or none of that stuff. Like they talk about some pretty good stuff. It's almost kind of like them, like us, for real, for real. It's just five of them. So um, but yeah, Jeannie May and Jeezy have uh become an yeah. item, which yeah. she is the uh, as you said, the, the Thai lady. Yeah. I used to say Asian, so I don't <laughs> get caught up in any type of racism or offensiveness. <laughs> yeah, I've seen this tweet that said uh uh, this nigga's next album gonna be called Trapper Tie. <laughs> wow. So I well, got it, bro. He did say 104 is his last album. So <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. Maybe she'll inspire him to keep working, <laughs> or maybe she'll inspire him to change up and get back to the the Jeezy that we know because he ain't been on it lately. Like well, those, he said he's done. So we're gonna, we gonna see. It. You know, rappers never really his, fully retire. So we're gonna know, see how long this lasts. <laughs> this, this can't last long. He hasn't done a Gangsta Grills in like forever, bro. Like his last John got to be a Gangsta Grills with drama. But anyway, I think this is dope because the time that I watched the real, uh, Jeannie May talks a lot about her divorce, you know, mm-hmm. and how she's been scared to love and. Or maybe not scared, but just, you know, when you've been in a serious relationship and that joint breaks off real bad, you usually don't really want to jump into another one unless you're batshit crazy. So her trying to get more of a hold on her life, you know, she's pausing. And sometimes you can think about a lot like what you had and, you know, feelings that you aren't feeling anymore, which you wish you did now because you're feeling the opposite instead, you know. It's just cool to see her get involved with someone else, and hopefully, Jeezy don't just like do her dirty. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't really think she won like that to really get done dirty again, you know. And you know what I was thinking? I was like, because you know, it's it's kind of like the not that it ever really fell off, but you know, it kind of did in a sense. Like it's 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 like the cool thing to you know show off your you know your girl and stuff yeah. online and stuff you know make it seem you know it, it's 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 really um see hot that, boys versus uh hot girls versus city boys right now or whatever yeah so it's either ain't you, nobody trying to show too much <laughs> but but the thing and 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 just to dive Jeezy, a little deeper May started cuffing season off go ahead I'm about to say yeah um just <laughs> just to just to go just a little bit deeper on that one because. It's a, it's a thing. It's really a thing with women, like to be able. Like I I seen my homegirl, 
and not even homegirl. Homegirl is not even a word for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 a female that I know of. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was recently dating a few gentlemen that I know that they don't know that I that I know that <laughs> she was dating all of them. Damn. And she just turned up engaged to a nigga that ain't even none of them. <laughs> right? So, and but I say that to say this. She was showing off that motherfucking ring so hard, my nigga. And that, like, hoes want to be housewives now. It's Man. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's one thing to show off, you know, your hot girl summer. But then it's another, whole nother thing to show and off the rock what? on, you know, on Facebook. That's and- something that we didn't put on here, but we could actually tie into this. Mm-hmm. So, uh, some people are talking about uh, the fact that uh, uh, Moneybag Yo and... Uh, Megan and Stallion are mm-hmm. kind of like an item when she's kind of like the leader of the hot girl summer, you know? And it's funny because I'm not using this to say she's a hoe, but I mean, you listen to her music and it's like, ah, whatever, make your own conclusion. That's next. But there are a lot of hoes that be wanting to be housewives, but they don't know how to stop hoeing. <laughs> and, but they be trying to do the housewife shit and get caught up in a hoism. And then they expect these niggas to still be like happy with them and take them back and forgive them because that's love. And then like, most time they, they niggas be hoes. They they done wife the hoe ass nigga. Yeah, as you know, you're right. It'd be a hoe wife and another hoe. And yeah. Hopefully sometimes it do be a hoe and a person that's really trying to take somebody serious. But yeah, it, it usually that's actually usually what happens. Ho ho. Then. They spread out, ho, 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 you know, no Merry Christmas. But then one of them branch up like, oh, it's a good guy. But they so used to hoeing that they see all dudes is, is hoes and shit. Yeah. And it just don't go well because like, like, yeah, it, it just don't go well. I could go on that for like 30 years. But yeah, it just it don't ever go well. You know? I, I'm happy for Jeezy and Jeannie May and hopefully they could be uh, a very great couple and a good example to everybody else, you know. Yeah, and um, also uh, we have speaking of hooking it up, uh, Facebook just launched their new dating app. Oh, that's a terrible idea. That's my thoughts exactly. So, Catfish Central. (laughs) Not even just that. Just that shit is gonna destroy so many motherfucking lives. All right, here's the thing. Um, so with the Facebook dating, Mm -hmm. uh, you can you can. It's like they're trying to compete with like Tinder and OkCupid mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, they're um, trying to be everything. Right. So that way they can keep on taking over more of the market. Because if you don't know, Facebook owns a lot of the other social media sites now. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Instagram, WhatsApp. Yeah, definitely at Instagram. Yeah, huh. the big ones. Um, So, yeah, I think this is going to destroy people's lives because it's like, you know, you, you're going to have like the option to try to, you know, well, ho- first, first of all, I feel like if you need, a, like, if if you want to do this date, this online dating thing, don't have it with your Facebook stuff. You know what I'm saying? Your Facebook stuff, I feel like, is for like close people, kind of ish. You know, like people, family, people you might not want to mind inviting to a barbecue or some shit. You got in your Facebook or some shit. You know what I'm saying? That dating shit, leave it to another section because yeah. you know you're gonna get. A lot of people that are in close circles in situations, yeah, that they didn't know that they were that in that close of proximity with one another. Yeah. Now, here's my first thought when you said that, though. Mm. 
you have a lot of these accounts that are like camera accounts, like cam, sex cam accounts mm. that don't even be the women. And I'll be seeing like five, six mutual friends, like which one of y'all dumb motherfuckers actually friended this person. Right. Who's the dumbass that fucking it'd then be, you it'd be a, like a fucking half naked white chick yeah, and some shit. Yeah, Amber like, Williams, five friends, you're one of them. <laughs> right. Like what? And then you got the other ones where like it'd be the same thing, but it don't be a cam account, but then you click the profile picture. If you go back farther enough, it's like some Indian kid that's like in Malaysia, which I don't even know is in India. It probably mm-hmm. ain't. Uh, either way, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like people be changing their accounts and to be honest, or it'd be like a little African kid or something. I think they do that because it's funny and that might be like the thing for them over there is like, oh, it's funny. Let's create a fake account and do that because you know, we did stuff when we was kids. That wasn't really our wave, but yeah. like you just see too many like younger people to be like, randomly changing a profile picture of some real badass chick or something and then you go through enough and you find out it's some kid somewhere and it's not in the United States. Trying to act like, grown. Yeah. You trying to act grown, that. trying to trick somebody into sending them some money or something. <laughs> but now that you got dating, like they about to pop up on that John too. You know they is. Like they are uh them uh them like I said them sex cam junks and um uh, what you gonna call it? Uh, catfishes, cause catfish central, yeah. You know, like they just helping out the catfishes, cause a lot of Facebook accounts be bots. They be fake. You think Instagram bad? Like Facebook is a new Black Planet of like now. Not like when Black Planet first came out. I mean like Black Planet after everyone like moved on. <laughs> Facebook is the new Black Planet after everyone moved on. And if you go on like Black Planet or MySpace right now, it is riddled with bots because they really don't even take the time to like even give a fuck about it. Instagram cares because a lot of business gets done on it. Facebook don't really care because they're getting their business from all the other media sites that clean their stuff up to get money from people, you know? So to have dating on Facebook, bruh, ooh, that's a scary sight. Facebook dating in the cut. Like, <laughs> like that's terrible. How'd you meet mom? Well, I seen her fat ass on Facebook and uh, I, uh, I met her and realized she tricked me, <laughs> but I loved her already. So seen I her, stayed. Seen her in front of that double wide and uh, I know how to give me a piece of that. Yeah, I, I found out, you know, that uh, she had some balls, but I wasn't really caring. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, with that being said, we're going to take uh, one more quick uh, break. Yeah, man. Uh, we're going to listen to some more music. Uh, we're going to be right back with you. It's your time. The podcast. Yes, sir. the motherfucking house. Yeah. You can't find your hope. I snatched. Pulled up in the ghost. Cast that on my mama, nigga still in drip. Put that on my mama, nigga still in Free roll, this shit slap like a pimp hand. Might pitch it like the Nats with the underhand. Uh, eating on a Monday, hit that money dance. Hoes jumping out my window just like bruh, man. I'ma get that cash, no doubt about it. I'm all about that bag, no doubt about it. That chopper kicking fast like Ronda Rousey. I'm always popping tags, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. That chopper kicking fast like Ronda Rousey. I'm 
I'm all about the bag, no doubt about it. Brand, brand new Cadillac, brand new cash. Everybody looking at me, everybody staring. Uh, yeah, Alexander McQueen, that's that fur Wayne. Uh, ABC, WC, Chanel might do it the same day. I got the juice like a huggy. Fucking your bitch, now she love me. I'm at the top like a scully. Sleeping the money, my celly. Dreaming about them rocks, yeah. Free mind on the track, yeah. Ain't see the bitch since last year. Tell her ass, bring that ass here. Yeah, I'ma get that cash, no doubt about it. I'm all about that bag, no doubt about it. That chopper kicking fast, like Ronda Rousey. I'm always popping tags, no doubt about it. Yeah, no doubt about it. And we back with your Trill Time, the podcast. Yes, we are. If we aren't, then you are in the wrong place. <laughs> and um, yeah, man, it's so much stuff been going on. Um, <laughs> shout out to New York City for decriminalizing the mayor Joanna. Uh, I thought they decriminalized Michael Jackson. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, keep it going, bro. Because like, really, like we got to take Mexico's state of mind and apply it. Because, like, Mexico said there's a coke problem. So what did they do? They legalized coke. <laughs> and it cut down on crime. But realize, because you got to think about it. If you think there's an issue with the drug dealers and you legalize what they sell, you y'all, like, knock them out the game, you know? Yeah. You just got to come up with legal means of, uh, like, routes for selling the product and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that doesn't mean you go legalize, like, fentanyl or some stupid shit. But, right. Like, yeah, definitely, you uh, you cut down on a lot. Um, But also, I would hope that throughout, you know, the United States doing this, that they leave plenty of opportunity for anybody that qualifies. And when I say qualifies, I mean, you know, someone who's competent enough because everybody can't run just anything. Everybody can't start just anything. Everyone's got talents in different places. But for the people that would want to still be involved in the marijuana business, I will hope that they will leave plenty of room for them to be able to do so since they're jaw like the pioneers of how this became to in the first place. If you didn't have so many people risking their lives to sell weed, it wouldn't have been such a push for it to get legalized because it wouldn't even been around enough for niggas to even really know that they wanted it to be legalized in the first place. You feel me? Definitely. So I would hope that despite the fact that people see them as drug dealers or whatever, that you leave room for everybody to still be involved in this business. Because if not, bro, you pretty much still fucking people over anyway. Oh, yeah. You know, because there's a lot of people, too, that have charges because they originally got some type of weed charge and it kind of jacked their life up in a way where they was like, fuck it, I might as well keep being illegal. You know, so I will hope they still leave plenty of opportunity, which I know there's some uh, dispensaries that do leave good opportunity for people to become employees. But that's not what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about plenty of opportunity for people who have the money to buy land to start farms that you allow them to do so for people who have the money to 
get their licenses and the degrees and all that so they can open up shops and start dispensaries, I would hope they leave room to do so. Because you know they probably still discriminating. And that shit fucked up because you're giving it to the people who never had no issue with this in the first place and now they get to capitalize for the rest of their life. Yeah. It's just... Rest of their life. Yeah, I've, I definitely feel you on that. Um, like, a lot of people, like, they'll catch that first charge and, and literally be just on some fuck it. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the these uh, police departments and, and other powers that may be, they know that, I mean, besides, what can we really get these niggas on besides the week? Like, you know, mm-hmm. granted, you know, you know, of course, a lot of niggas got straps and shit like, you know, dumb shit or whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. but, and, and other drugs, but... But shoot, I'll say in some is, instances, straps were found because they used the smell of marijuana the, yeah, to search the, the car. Yeah, yeah so if that you, was never the case, it wouldn't have been the case. And nine out of ten, niggas carry straps with them because they feel like someone else is about to kill them. A lot of them don't just grab that shit and run around with it because they about to go do something. Right. And if you did try to pull over someone that was about to do something, they would have ran instead of hiding this shit. And just taking the pullover, you know, most motherfuckers are going to go do shit. They're usually in a car, you know, four deep or whatever, mm. and they about to run out with the windows down, <laughs> you know, and then they gone, they're ghosts. Ricky. But niggas that just ride around with the shit in their lap on the seat under the chair or whatever, mm. they actually literally had that for protection. Whether they got illegally or illegally, a lot of niggas aren't that dumb. So when they take that shit out with them, you know, some people are. Right, some people are dumb, and they yeah. take it out because they feel like it makes them cool or it makes them look better. But for the people that really know what's up, man, they got that shit out because they feel like someone's going to run up on them. You know, they might have to take their kid out, and they're like, yo, someone's threatened me the other day, and I'm not really sure if they were really serious or they were playing, but either way, I'm going to make sure I'm good. You know, so, yeah. So like, that's a, and that's that's a, that's that's kind of where I was going with the powers that may be type thing because it's like they know that, like just like you said, somebody threatening your life or something, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you're gonna roll around with your thing. Yeah. But then if they cu- catch you rolling around with your thing, then they get to take you in. So either way, they, you know, it's this is a big cycle mm-hmm. of bullshit, and um, that's it's just a whole nother conversation. Yep. So <laughs> definitely, but my my hopes and dreams, which I know it'll happen eventually, mm-hmm. man, I'm waiting for that federal bill to get passed because you know they're already pushing it. They it made news that they pushed that first federal bill to uh get passed and whatnot and if they treat it like they do the states they're going to enter about three to four till one of them get passed if one gets rejected they're going to alter it and re-enter it that's how they've been doing it in this uh each state what's the bill about legalizing oh. marijuana oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, federally though yeah I which mean, would be all over it, it has to happen just like yeah. when texas accidentally dec- you know legalized <laughs> it uh, uh yeah. not too long ago so yeah, it's it's, it's got to happen soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got to get into our sports section. Nigga, Nick. Nigga, Nick. All right. Uh, <laughs> so first things first, you know, I got to talk about. Uh, of course. Big Zeke got that contract extension. Uh, baby, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, over, it's like 90 mil, 50 guaranteed. Uh-huh. Um, it's crazy. Just, I, I'm excited, you know what I'm saying, that the deal got done. Uh, I'm actually I not see, gonna spend too much time on this topic. It's, it's you know, because it's really just like I say. At least is. I seen that picture of him. You know, it's like eat, mm. but it had money in the bowl. <laughs> I think that joint was cool. It's like a little cartoon joint. Damn so, right. So yeah, definitely see, get your bread, young. Because um, yeah, that and that's why I was uh, gonna go like that. I'm I'm more I'm just more happy about a young nigga getting paid. Plus he like, a running back too. You know the stigma yeah. they say about running backs and getting treated well in the NFL and uh you know actually being you know. Worth something, mm. 
or them showing them that they're worth something. So this is a big deal, you know? Yeah, definitely. If if anybody like gets paid, I'm always like, yeah, we got paid. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, get your money, nigga. Like, I don't. I, I love this. I love to see you know, and especially you know, of course, you know, I'm a Cowboys fan, so that's always you know another dope thing, or whatever. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just just seeing a young black man get paid is just always great for me. Um, but then we also have the other side, <laughs> the nigga niggas. So what's mm-hmm. going on with Antonio Brown? Well, I mean, he's cool, even though he created a lot of uh. I don't say a lot of anarchy, but it it made it sound like he was making a big deal about something. But you know, he's been complaining about having to use this new helmet that they want everyone to use. Oh, you know what? My fault. I'm actually I'm actually get you with this one. Well, not because uh, what I was actually talking about was that that he was actually got suspended. Uh, uh, I don't know if you saw the uh, the tweet that he put out where he showed the the message that he got from the GM. Saying, you know, the GM was basically like, you know, hey, you've been missing um, practices. You've been coming in late, you know, on X, Y, and Z day, you know, according to your shit. Uh, we got charged you like 40 grand or some shit like that. Which, nigga, they just gave you like, I can't remember how many millions of dollars. So, dude, 40 grand is yeah. literally pocket change. Yeah. Um, so, when uh, he, when he got the letter, he posted online and was basically like, nigga, fuck you. <laughs> to his general manager. You know what I'm saying? So when he got to practice a couple of days or yesterday or a couple of days ago, um, when he got to practice, he they they cussed each other out. You know what I'm saying? Basically, they had to be held back from each other or whatever, whatever. So he's actually been suspended. Uh, uh, so we I don't know how many games, though. Let me see. I'll, now, see, what's dumb is that he don't care. Exa- exactly. He wanted to leave, bro. Like, why y'all going to treat a dude like – if you know you got a nigga that wanted to leave, right? He's not. He he's not gonna care, you know. So when you send him stuff or when you try to do stuff to reprimand him, what makes you think he's gonna act right? He wants to leave. He don't want to be there, you know. Yeah, Antonio. Um, he made it clear at the very beginning of the season that hey, I don't need football. He's like, yeah, I love football. I love playing mm-hmm. football. Woo do woo woo, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you just can't, you can't antagonize someone that doesn't care about being, you know, like, bothered. Mm-hmm. You know? He's just kind of there because he can be, not because he feel like he need to be, you know? And also, according to uh, Adam Schefter, um, who is, you know, the one of the best, like, sports reporters ever, or uh, I don't know, he, I don't know, I guess they would call him a reporter. I don't know what what, he, what you'll call him, but he's like the best insider. He had one of the best come-ups, because then he started on Yahoo. Yeah. Yup, because he was there when I was doing Yahoo Fantasy Football, and he was part of uh, the newscast for yeah. for info for, you know, your players and stuff for the week. He's had an amazing come-up. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And um, he's he's also saying that uh, they – the Raiders are, are are possibly going to void the thirty million of guaranteed money in his contract um, if this keeps on. So and now that's crazy because hopefully they put that in his contract. I'm sure. I'm I'm sure that they did. I, I guarantee. I'm they, pretty sure too. Yeah, but I guarantee it was something in there like, hey, if we you start acting crazy, nigga, we yeah. take this money back. Mm. Um, I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that contract was like this thick. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. around with that nigga. That shit. Right. 
looked like a fucking Bible. <laughs> um, but I'm pretty sure he had somebody read it over too. Oh yeah, yeah, but still, shit, it, I, nigga. Even even if that was the case, your agent is still gonna be like, uh, yeah, we still gotta get this money though. So uh, fuck this. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> what I mean is like. I'm pretty sure he had someone read it over and uh-huh. explain to him that whatever he do in certain ways can fuck his money up. So I would hope that he knows, you know, if that is the case that they can do that. Mm. But yeah, most of the time it's it's like people already got their money, so it's like, mm-hmm. like I'm pretty sure his agent already got paid from that deal. I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure you know a bunch of other people have already gotten because like the Asian give was what 30 40 percent or some shit like something crazy uh, it's, it's up there like I know there's a, a a general like percentage the agents usually get but he might shit. get more um because I'm not mistaken it's actually in the tens I think but it's been a minute since I like once I realized the producer needs a uh a uh, entertainment lawyer like me and agents and managers kind of went out the window as far as studying and trying to stay prepared to meet one they want to fuck with me you uh, know yeah they're saying oh okay never mind yeah they were saying uh between four and ten percent okay yeah, yeah, yeah so all right Cause i knew it wasn't like a dumb amount but um i know they can obviously ask for more i don't know why i thought it was way higher what it might be is that, um, if I'm not mistaken again, which I guess I wasn't the first time, <laughs> if you're not coming to the table with any actual bread, they can like ask for more of a percentage moving forward. You know, mm-hmm. like it it'd be uh, cheaper to go looking for whatever type of manager or agent you need and paying him to do it. And then moving forward rather than going to him broke and just being like, hey, pro bono, <laughs> right. you know. So that might be you. It might be people that did it that way or something. And uh, also, we I, and I remember too because ballers with uh, The Rock, yeah, yeah, you know, he's a sports agent in that, mm-hmm. in that show, and I think that's where I learned it from. <laughs> I think he said something in there about it, uh, talking to somebody. I, I, I watch too I, much shit. I keep remembering it's something it's something I saw where the agent was getting thirty percent. It might have been an anomaly, but I, it was I, it was something I remember where I was like, oh, okay, so that's how much things make. Like, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, that might, and and not to mention, I think this was years ago. So I'm, I think I'm remembering some information from like like a teenager. So and it might have been what? like something specific. No, nah, actually, it may have still been like that then. But because if you're talking about teenager. It might be during that times when niggas just ain't no shit, so people mm-hmm. was just taking advantage. Taking a whole bunch of money. Yeah. Also, uh, we have Alonzo Ball making headlines. Bruh, yeah. What's, <laughs> what's popping with this man? Shit, which one and, you want to start with? Let's do the interview first with the shoe. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. So, some backstory first. If no one knows, Lonzo Ball really ain't rocking with the big baller brand for real, for real. Like him and his dad are kind of bumping heads when it comes to the big baller brand because I guess from what it sounds like, uh, LeVar is thinking from a sense of like, you know, we got to do steps A, B, C, and D to get us to where we want to go. Lonzo's more like, man, I don't got a name for myself. I want to use it, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't want to use it for you. I want to go get this Nike contract and this Adidas contract and it's going to pay me. <laughs> yes. Yes. So moving forward now, right? He's on an interview with Big Boy in the Morning. That's what it's called, right? Big Boy in the mm, yeah. Big Boy's Neighborhood. Uh, Big Boy's Neighborhood. 
I think it's the same. There's so many different shows thing. now. You know? It's the same thing though. Big boy, yeah, whatever. You know who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not Outcast. So, <laughs> so they're talking about Big Baller Brand, right? Mm. And oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, both of them joints was with him, wasn't it? The, the future, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Both is all one interview. Right. All right. So yeah, he's talking about the Big Baller Brand shoe, the Zo Twos, right? Right. He was saying that I guess it was one of his teammates. Or someone, I guess, that rocked the brand too, had to switch their shoes out every quarter because the shoes would rip. Which is like, to me, it shocked me. Like, not that they ripped, but the fact that he's really not rocking with Big Baller brands so much that he actually came out and said that their shoes is faulty. Like, even though what he technically said is that shoe at that time, which may have been a prototype, was right. faulty. But even still, I can guarantee you everybody else is looking at it like, oh, man, don't buy Big Baller brand shoes. They're going to rip on you. And if you remember, um, he, uh, he used uh, Lonzo Ball went out with, Ankle injuries, mm-hmm. and and oh yeah, he and did they say were as soon as he switched his shoe, he magically got better. Because you're not doing. Remember, we said I said this on podcast many times ago. Like, like, bro, them shoes wasn't no real research done on them shoes, mm-hmm. bro. When I used to work, at, I used to work at finish line for like five, six years or some shit, right? When I was, you know, when I, this was one of my first jobs and shit. There was a little shoe academy where they. Go through. They show you the the midsole, the the all the sections to the shoe. Like especially when um the Air Max three sixties at first came out, where the full bubble. Yeah. Like nigga, I had to go to classes for that fucking shoe, bro. Like that's like that's how deep into into shoe shit like it, it gets into. Like it's so much technology and research and development that goes into these shoes and make sure that they operate perfectly for you know what they're intended for. Like you can't just half ass and put out some shoes because they look like another shoe. And just to uh make a quick little note as well, um, I remember when niggas was selling what they call Wookies. Um, Wookies okay. are fake Jordans. Um uh. in, in Dallas. <laughs> yeah, that's what they used to call them in Dallas. So they're fake Jordans, fake Air Wookies. Forces, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, and <laughs> it's then like you use. <laughs> and then when niggas tried to ball in them joints, they realized how fake they was because you know the real shit is gonna give you, you know, different aspects than than you know some some just poorly replicated shit no no matter how well it looks you know like the other shoe it's not the other shoe like the other Mm -hmm. shoe like it's it's designed and the uh the products are placed into that shoe for specific reasons like it's built a certain way for certain things and you can't you can't just half-ass that shit and that's what happened with lonzo bro you put on them half-ass shoes and fucked your feet up and shit and now you know you realize oh shit like let me <laughs> stop fucking like playing with my, my with my pops for a second with, <laughs> with, and my ankles for i really be out the league yeah but i feel them though because it's like all right it's your dad it's your family business mm-hmm. in a sense and it's going kind of well the 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 ball brand was actually like <laughs> building and, and yeah. whatnot but yeah you're right if that's the case so t-shirts but something you know what bands make something as a black man to have a whole shoe company that you can actually like give deals to you know art, uh not artists but athletes mm. that's a big thing that's like a black man having his own distribution company you know but like yeah you gotta be sensible you know so i can understand why he went for that big goal but they weren't ready you should have waited you know your time wasn't gone. You still got two whole other sons. 
that still got to come up and play somewhere. Lamelo yeah. gonna be in the league definitely. Oh uh, yeah, Leandro didn't. Even, <laughs> he needed just smoke weed or something. Oh, wow. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's like you know I can dig it, but it just kind of shocked me. I was like, damn, you know, because like if you don't fuck with it, that's one thing. But don't be going out there telling business like, oh, the shoes are ripping and all this stuff. Like that's a part I feel like he should have kept to himself. Definitely, because. Actually, this is like a family matter for him. It is business, but it's a family matter, you know? And maybe if you had the sense where, like, maybe him and his dad talk, he's like, no, I'm going to sell these fucked up shoes anyway, and now you want to save people's feet? Mm. That's one thing. But it didn't seem like he was doing that for the sake of the consumer. He did that because someone asked him, and his young ass don't know no better, you know? So, because he trying to rap now to all this shit. Like, he just... Put out a project. I didn't. You listen hear to um, it. Dame Dollars project? It's actually really good. Yeah, we should listen. Mm-hmm. He's probably like the best best NBA player slash rapper. Better than Shaq. I mean, he's yes, he's better than Shaq. He's not a he's a better rapper probably than Shaq, but he of course won't sell as much as Shaq because Shaq was Shaq. Yeah, and Shaq did a song with Biggie, bro. Yeah, Shaq. <laughs> Shaq was an experience. Yes. So yes. Shaq Diesel, <laughs> can you dig it? Yeah, but before we go too, I want to talk about the other Lonzo Ball thing that popped up during that interview, and that is him saying Future has more classics and more hits than Nas, which this is why music arguments get so fucked up. Back then, there was one reason for grading if you were good or not. Mm. And that was usually like talent, influence, positive influence and that, sales. you know, and record sales. Now it's it, it it ain't even really record sales for some people. It is for some people. It isn't. A lot of them is just hey, how much money you got, how many jewels you got, you know, like hits are almost like some people expect to be put out now like every couple of months or so and then you move on and all right give us the next hit like right. people expect to be fed them jumps back in the day you had to try you actually had to try i remember we had to rock with a song damn near for about a year for it to pop sometimes Bruh, in order for some shit to even start popping for the summer you had to start the prior autumn, like the prior fall, like yeah. in August, September, like around now, for real, for real. If you wanted something to pop for the summer, mm-hmm. you would have had to start actually probably like a month ago from now, you know? So it's just different. So um, he relied on Big Boy. He was like, yo, it's like, how many classics Nas got? And it was like, whoa, first of all, that's disrespectful. You even asked that shit. Yes. It is. But Big Boy, you are terrible for only saying Illmatic. Do you not know any other Nas albums? Like, like I, I Am. am. <laughs> written. Like, come God's on. Son, Untitled, like, which we know nigga. is nigga. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know? Well, I, I, don't, I actually don't think nigga was a classic, but I... I think I think he, Lonzo is speaking from a perspective that you know you gotta remember this nigga is like twenty years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. He don't know shit about shit. Nah, and, and he, his answer was DS too. When Big Boy asked him, like, that's you know? that's his I am. Mm-hmm. That's his Illmatic. Like he doesn't know any better. <laughs> yeah. nah, most definitely. Like, and, and and that's that when I when I saw that that's the perspective I was trying to. I was like, okay. Like I think I can't think of it as a thirty some odd young 
Bernard right, King is a young yeah, man. Yeah. But man, I got thinking of it. Hey, because I got I got a little nigga that I talked to, like um, he's he's like 21. And he he lets me know how old I am a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I talk to this nigga every weekend and shit because uh he we we work together and shit, whatever. So the little the nigga he be telling me some shit, and I'd be like, Jesus Christ, you're really 21. Like you're really 21. Mm-hmm. Like you're not, you're not old. Like when I was when I was 21, I felt 30 mm-hmm. in my soul. Like I've always had an old soul. Like I, I've always like I always bumping like Marvin Gaye, and you know, like, I like old shit. Like I, lo- I love old ca- classic cars. Like I like Sanford and Sons. I like old shit. This nigga is, he's like, what's that? Like if I would if I would be like, man, you remember when fucking, uh, 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 I don't know, something happened on Good Times, some shit. He but he'd be like, what, what's a Good Time? Like 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 that that's he reminds nah. me so much that I have to be like, okay. And it's definitely like kind of on the lines of what I'm thinking because only reason that he said Illmatic, mm. you know, and and and, and Lonzo wasn't even trying to help him with another album because that's all Lonzo knew. You know, as a, a young kid, I'd imagine Illmatic might be the only album that they know because it is pushed as Nas's best album that he's ever made, which in my mind, Illmatic is my favorite Nas album. You know, it's the one album I can think of that I can press play and really not have to worry about skipping nothing. You know, but when you move forward, you got I, like I, I Know I Can, One Mic, you know, yeah. all his fucking features he's done with people. Like, but they don't know that. Because they weren't alive for it, and that shit was hype as shit. It Bruh. was an experience. They don't know the experience. You, you got you, you got to think about this. <laughs> we we are connected to these songs, these music, mm. uh, uh, and it's it's connected. It, we have a connection to that because it's a particular point in time of our lives. Every anytime we think of a song, we think about where we were when that song was popping. Man. Like you know, I, I I know there's a lot of songs like. Uh, like just that just take me back instantly i heard fucking i wanted that way the other day or whatever and it automatically just took me back to when like third fucking grade or some shit when yeah. it, it, it it had just jumped off and shit and this little white girl gets good like, oh my god i'm going to backstreet boys concert you know it just takes you back to wherever see, you was the closest that these young niggas really got to is it, is, is that people remake the songs because yeah. like jidk just came out with an album um i was listening to it and he uh he did like a, a duet with some chick real quick, uh, uh, Amory's Why Don't We Fall In Love, right. you know? And hearing it, I was like, damn, this shit sound good, but I bet you these niggas ain't going to know. They just copy that shit word <laughs> for, for word. word. They didn't even make it up. But you can't blame them because you got artists from our day that, that did, did the same, the same thing. thing, you know? I and then there's even artists from uh, our parents' era that they're called covers, yeah. you know, but covers were a real thing that people did and made actual number one singles out of covers because there was no internet. Yeah. You wouldn't have really known unless you just knew. Lauren Hill did the most, one of the most famous covers. Watch out, watch out. Mm-hmm. Look out, look out. Like that, that was like one of the most famous covers. That's, that's, it's a rare one because the cover was better than the original. And see, that's what it is. Like people's making originals out of these covers. You know, yeah. they was doing their own thing with them. Yeah. So, yeah, it's what it is. And with that being said, we're gonna get into our shout outs. Yeah, man. What you got for us? I uh, want to shout out everybody. Hop on my IG live, man. Shout out my homegirl Karen. Shout out Chief AK, Mister You Dumb. Shout out my nigga Reb, uh, Mister Breb. You know, 
Um, shout out Barbie of comedy. She uh, hopped on here. Uh, dang it, I didn't start this on over a couple times. Shout out JD the Junior. You know, shout out uh, Ada Decimal. Like I said, happy birthday to you, man. Hey, shout man. out Ace of Cartel. Happy belated. Shout out to uh, Eddie Kane. Thank you for having me on your show over the past weekend. We definitely got a link up some more. Um, dang, I'm missing someone that was on my other joint before, you know, the intermission. But definitely, you know, shout out to my family. Shout out to uh, just everybody supporting. Shout out to Caden over there for being the best person, little person possible over there chilling. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, man, just shout out to everybody. This is good, good, good times. Yeah, man, uh, shout out to Caden. Daddy loves you. And I also uh, shout out to everybody rocking with us. Make sure y'all follow us at Trill Time the Podcast at mm-hmm. K Trill at Free My Radio. Uh, make sure y'all subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Also, uh, definitely make sure y'all check us out on uh, Stitcher, Podbean, just whatever podcasts are heard. And uh, make sure y'all have a good, prosperous rest of y'all weekend. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's all peace and love, man. Mm-hmm. And, and hair grease or fish grease. Or... You dig? Yep. And uh, with that being said, we out. Peace. Peace.